0: (laughs) how are we yes who are we today
1: who are we today you are
0: light i love that
1: i am light yes this is one of my favorite Mm -hmm. tops um that i bought a top it is i bought it um after having attended one of the weekends of Supercoach Academy in 2014,
0: mm-hmm.
1: some of my um, fellow classmates, one of my fellow classmates had not this one, but a similar one, and I was like, I need this, I need this. So mm-hmm. I, I found out the website, and so I ordered it from... From the U.S.
0: I would like to follow up and do the same for myself as I claim that very thing as well. And along those lines, not to jump over all of the intermediary how are we's, <laughs> I'm also astounded by the sense of how the human body neurology is built of light.
1: Tell me more.
0: In my experience.
1: Tell me and more. that
0: the light body that people refer to is one and the same with the human body. And there's no need to perceive it as any different. So to claim that I am light, that you are light, that we are light, is a most delicious, nourishing, tasteful nectar that we can share between us as well. And I'm experiencing that now, and I will just bliss out for a few. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Uh, Partake (laughs) to (laughs) savor.
1: And so this is extra interesting, then, because today is July, June, tw- June 10th, 2021, and there has been a partial solar eclipse.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: It took place yeah. some, let's see, three and a half hours ago.
0: hmm and it's a week before another type of, well, perhaps not eclipse, but solar event of a birthday, I believe. True. Another occurrence of light
1: entering the Another occurrence the body. of light. That is true, yes. It is my birthday next Thursday. And then the week after, it's summer solstice. So, I think. I actually am unsure about the astrological.
0: I've heard the 19th, the 20th, and the 21st. So I'm not sure which is true. But it might even be next week, yeah. It's in that cusp, if you will.
1: True, because it it confuses me. Because we have what we call Midsummer. I mean, mm-hmm. we're not the only ones who do that, but it's a it's a bank holiday on like, and it is on Friday the twenty fifth. And so here's the thing: sometime in Sweden in the past, probably. Thirty years, maybe forty, something like that. I don't mm-hmm. think longer ago. Mm-hmm. Companies kind of get fed up with this bank holiday. Some, you know, being on the day of the solstice, because then sometimes they would have to give employees two days off. Because we have what we in Sweden call dog, the squeeze day. You know, if it's on a Thursday, then you kind of get to squeeze out oh. Friday. Mm-hmm. So I think that they changed it from midsummer being on the day of the solstice to midsummer always being the ex-Friday of the month of, you know, whatever.
0: Uh, yeah. uh,
1: so mm-hmm. it's it's midsummer that we celebrate. is always sometime after the 20th, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that the solstice can be another another date, so to speak, mm-hmm. which kind of messes me up, you know, now that I've started to become a little bit more curious about um, not just me and us and and humanity and Earth, but also looking beyond. Um because then it, it isn't really midsummer when we're celebrating midsummer, is it?
0: it? Did you say it is not really midsummer when we celebrate? Yes, because it isn't because, it's, yeah, but it's yes,
1: but it's not on the solstice day, right. Yeah. And And that, I mean light, speaking about light, midsummer, the solstice day is definitely the middle. Right? Because that's when it starts to, mm-hmm. to to turn again.
0: So, how do you experience yourself as light? May I inquire?
1: You may. So. So there's something to this this talk. I am light, that drew me in. Mm -hmm. And there's something to me wearing this top that makes Mm -hmm. me extra, especially aware of this fact.
0: So when you said, drew me in... Mm -hmm. I fell into a sacred space and tears arose and are arising in my eyes. So that's quite a draw. <laughs> if if I'm sharing the draw in any minute way.
1: <laughs> and and- yeah. yeah. I don't I don't believe I could I don't believe I I don't want to say could have but would have mm-hmm. worn this shirt with the feeling that I have when I wear it mm. Um, you know, easily the last 10 years. The 10 years before that, perhaps kind of growing into it, the years mm-hmm. before that, I would not have felt it. Mm-hmm. You know, you could wear a cool shirt with a cool slogan on it, you know, but but that's, mm-hmm. I. it wouldn't have been the sense of, because kind of when I put this on, I'm like, Oh, there's, you know, it's like, there's something special. Uh, because it, because it, it heightens my awareness. It it just, it's, it's a gentle little reminder. Uh, and, you know, it's like, it's a, it's a top where I kind of, you know, I, I'm short, but I do walk kind of. You know, I'm not hunched over. I'm not hiding. I'm not making myself very small most of the time. Mm-hmm. But in this one, it's almost impossible. You know, it so, takes so much for me to to be small when I wear this one.
0: Yes. So not to be, uh, I don't even know what the right word I want to say equivocal but I'd have to look it up in a moment with the wording but that is hardly anything but a gentle reminder at least in my experience (laughs) and I love the gentleness of it too
1: you know that so
0: because they're both there yeah
1: and, and and I've I had an experience over the weekend
0: mm-hmm.
1: with uh, a man on Badoo, um, again, which I've written about, which I've spoken about in therapy, and I've written about it, and I've shared it in in the very safe mm-hmm. little community that both you and I are, are a part of. Where I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do the story, but basically I can do the really quick version, which is I connected with a man on Bidu kind of end April. We had a Sunday where we were chatting and it just went super deep just from the get-go. And it was very... um. heartwarming, livening, amazing, interesting, challenging, intimate, um, honest, open, you know, it's like the gamut. Um, and then on the Monday, he he disappeared. He says, I'm going to delete my profile. I don't want to lose you ever. And then he was gone. <laughs> and I had no way of contacting him. Um, So he then got back on Badoo and spent the next six weeks trying to find me again, swiping, you know, and found me Friday night, instant connection again, back and forth. We set up a date to take a walk Sunday morning. And his last chat message to me was Saturday evening at five and he didn't show and he hasn't contacted me. And then he deleted his profile come Sunday evening. Um, and here's the thing, here's the connection. this was again another gentle reminder to me it could have felt like i'd been put in a in a you know in a boxing ring and people just pummeling me
0: mm-hmm.
1: it could have felt like that because there's enough you know there's enough challenging um worrisome, anxious. Did I do wrong aspects that I could have thrown into that ring to pummel me? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But it wasn't, you know, it's like, you know, it's like I had maybe the occasional little pinch, (laughs) but, but overall just a gentle reminder that i am not worthless mm-hmm. i don't need him i don't deserve to be treated like that exactly and, and you know just oh yeah so so it's been such a cool experience you
0: mm-hmm. know mhm
1: and 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 just you saying you pointing out that gentle reminder thingy just made me see that oh yeah here's an episode where had this happened anytime before the past 10 15 years shit i would have beat myself up you know I'd be bloody. I'd be sitting here with black eyes and broken teeth. And, you know, it's like I would have beat myself up mentally, relentlessly over this. What did I do wrong? Why did I say that? How could I have, you know? And it's just small pinches of, hmm, did I? No. You know, it's like just, so... For anybody who wants, you know, first grade lesson in, in learning how to be human, go on Badoo. <laughs> At least if you know how to do gentle with yourself. If you don't, I'm not so sure it's a great idea. Um, yeah. But I am learning so much uh, from, from these types of interactions. It's just, it's amazing.
0: So congratulations on the self-care and the, the the consistency of extending love to yourself throughout all of that how beautiful and it looks good on you in addition to the shirt Thank if you will you. Thank you. and it's curious that there's part of me that's furious with this person appropriately you know, in that protectorate energy, not that it's needed, but at the same time, the symmetry. And it also reminds me, and I'm checking to see if I'm jumping over too much, Um, but perhaps there is something else there which we can get to, but it reminds me of my meditation this morning where in the most astounding way, and I hope that it's a seasoned reception of this, and I know it will be here, but in the broader context, where intimacy that you talked about, and even, if you will, sexuality as eros, life force creativity, and rasa in, in a word, Um, I'm not sure where that comes from, if it's some Eastern uh, mystical word or from an Eastern mystical tradition. But the, the joie de vivre that's built into life, I find the following fascinating. One is that we have our sexuality with us wherever we go, no matter whether we are aware or not whether we ignore or not, or any of those permutations. And in the way that the body is built neurologically for relationship, guess what? There's sexualities in some resonant form with everybody, if you will. And how we appropriatize that, that's, that's a Gary word, relationally is so... I want to say hideously obstructed and stretched and perverted within cultural norms or situations or whatever, that we don't know this basic neurological, survival, sexual, mystical, energetic relationship between everybody that happens all the time. Now, where how does this relate to what we're talking about? I'm finding it's fascinating. <laughs> this is the long way around. Go. To be, going, <laughs> to be going around the world, meeting people, Zooming these days, not really knowing the full context of anybody's lives, but being present with others and finding intimacy. And not inappropriate or sexualized intimacy, not objectified, but that includes this life force Eros resonance pretty much with everybody I'm meeting. <laughs> and so I'm wondering, for me, is like, well, then how do you enter into specific sexual, intimate, or personal partnering. If this is really the case, there's a whole new energy, a whole new discernment, a whole new relational ability, which includes what you talk about of, gosh, I really have to be good at loving myself. Mm. I have to be really good at knowing that I'm extending from an honest and integral and unbreakable, if you will, part of myself. Relating intimately, uh, and then I I, um, I pause because something came up for me in saying all of that, and I have to take a moment and regroup. Wow. Mm,
1: I can see.
0: hmm Yeah. And I know for me, historically, I've never understood. And I've always misinterpreted for myself and have been misinterpreted re- relationally because of this sensitivity to what is intimacy that arises that is part of our neurology really at all times. And I'm led back to when you said you were drawn to the shirt because it does involve light, does involve the body. It does involve all of this, all the time. So I think we need a whole new language. I need a whole new language. We as people, to swim, to navigate, to sail, to be healthy, to be relationally astute and appropriate for ourselves and others when this is the truth. And the other part that I want to get to, again, not trying to extrapolate too much, but I wonder about this particular gentleman, obviously able to relate intimately and closely and, you know, all those... Attributes that you had mentioned, but either is unable to be consistent with it, unable to understand it for himself, or we don't know. And I'm not casting any aspersions, but you know, intended perhaps or not, but maybe of the best intent. But this, oh my God, what do you do when this starts to really happen? And it can happen. So so beautifully, so intimately, so close, and so spontaneously.
1: And I think that's what um, I think that is what caused him to 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 disappear, to to vanish. That even the first time he said is like whoa, I didn't expect to find a real person here. (laughs) Mm. You know, I it's like, oh, shit. This wasn't just, you know, chit-chat. This was deep and real. So his fears were very much a part of our conversation then and also this time. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like... that's his choice. You know? Mm-hmm. So when 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 he when I, you know, cuz it was like I kind of knew and then he he didn't show and he didn't contact me and and all of that. And I've been a little bit astonished at myself and also quite pleased actually that I haven't felt angry. Mm um and I, I i dove deep into that with, with d in the last session um because for me when i get angry or when i got angry in the past and most times when i get angry for me anger is very it's it's a closing feeling so i don't you know it's like i i shut down i close i don't see i don't perceive i don't mm. connect it's a disconnect um you know for probably various reasons throughout my life but mm. so instead i'm i'm kind of open i feel what i've dubbed as sadness in many of the sessions that i've had with dominic but this time i was like Is it sadness? Is that what it is? So we kind of unpack that a bit. And it is, it is, it is an opening. It is an acknowledgement and acceptance of what is. It is a lot of compassion
0: for yourself and others yes yes yep.
1: yeah so as i was like you know he won't ever treat me like that again nobody else will ever treat me like that again i'm you know it's like i know that that's you know it's like been there done that won't happen again mm-hmm. um and Deep sense of compassion for for me in this, for him in this. It's like, man, this must have scared the living bejesus out of him.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there there is sadness in that.
1: Yeah, it's perhaps it's an a aspect. shared sadness.
0: Yeah, yeah. that yeah. Uh, on multiple levels, but not to interrupt any more than that. <laughs>
1: But you know it's like I don't I don't need to create a story of he must have gotten so scared or somebody found out or he found somebody else you know it's like mm-hmm. I don't have to it's like mm-hmm. what we shared in writing is enough you know mm-hmm. it's like and I I have got, you know, insight-wise shit, I've gotten some really good insights from this experience. Mm-hmm. But the ex in kind of the the one of the things of experiencing this is I have this feeling that I because I didn't hold back. Here was a person where I did not hold back. I was one or every light being thingy in me was there. <laughs> you know, it's like there was no shadow, you know, a lot of darkness in a sense, because that's also part of it. But but just mm-hmm. like not holding back for fear of you know oh what will he think what will he say what you know it's like oh he'll think i'm you know it's like none of that just here i am can it take it well if he can't well you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that is something that i'm bringing with me differently now in other interactions so I can you know it's like I can feel it. I can I can sense it.
0: Um, Do you mind saying more about that particular it that you're bringing? I know that the whole of what we're talking about. but is there another essence of that which might be stated?
1: What comes to mind is the feeling I had of the dance between worthlessness and worth.
0: Mm.
1: How I've been, you know, it's like these past few weeks in in therapy, we've been going um, exploring that and finding that. And this was like, it wasn't even the dress rehearsal. This was the real thing. You know, it's like <laughs> premiere. Here we go. Here's the dance between these two, and
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I've, I saw the little, like, tendrils of worthlessness springing up, and then, you know, it was matched by kind of sturdier tendrils of of worth going nah you know it's like do this instead so it's like okay I know how how those worthlessness things feel what that feels like and I know now that I am, you know, I don't have to get drawn into them. I don't have to fall into that void. I can stand on the very edge, you know, tendrils of worthlessness tickling my toes, you know, and just go, oh, yeah, it's those.
0: Beautifully said, and I appreciate the openness of it all, as always. And I'm reminded of similar situations with me where I'm learning to go, well, I gave wholly or fully. And that out of self, out of the love, out of, sharing all the things that are involved with that and was so honest and integral with it that it doesn't change the value of it. It doesn't, I don't know how to say this well, but it that love or that emanation from with me is not disturbed or diminished because I wasn't received well or received for a time and then Oh, sorry. (laughs) This is really too much for me. Or whatever the, you know, the the feedback might have been. And and then I ask myself, okay, so what part of me is really hurt then? If if the integrity of my heart is not really disturbed? And that's a curious exploration too. So uh,
1: you describe it perfectly. And I'm not hurt. There is, like, I lovingly feel the conversations that we will not be having him and me. You know, there's a, there's a, you know, about those won't be
0: and, and is that sadness
1: no it's 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 and it's not even regret you know it's like it's mm-hmm. it's 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 re- well maybe it is future regret it's like
0: yeah
1: i am i will be missing out on conversations that won't take place <clears throat> now that i know would have mm-hmm. been absolutely amazing and revelatory and you know it's like so so there's this oh <laughs> dang it you know oh I won't no you won't and it's like and 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 the end right none of that oh you should have you know it's like mm-hmm. not, it's like it's 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 pure In a sense, it doesn't, Mm. um, it doesn't, there's no contamination. You know, it's, it's complete acceptance of the fact that those lovely conversations that could have been, will not be. Mm. Okay. But I am lucky enough to have some awesome conversations going on anyway, you know, which, which actually come to think of it might be one of the reasons why the loss of of that connection isn't you know just knocking me over
0: And with that one for me, I'm learning to go, well, I think there's seven and a half billion others on the planet. <laughs> There must be another opportunity. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, there's still a hurt. You know, that's the word, my word. There's still a sadness. There's still that future feeling of loss. It's like, yeah, look at all those occasions or sharings that will not occur. But it's like, okay, let me not get stuck. Let me not get lost in it. And and I want to add another flavor for me it's it's interesting the tendrils of worthlessness so i did in a meditation the other day where that was coming up for me it's like well where did those come from to begin and it was a rather lengthy meditation because it took me a while to to get back but what i was involved with was original occurrences where i was expressing such innocent love as a kid So now it's innocent but adult love, but there's an innocence to it as well, you know, like we just talked about. And just in my joy, in my expression, in the purity, but perhaps immaturity, but natural immaturity of a child, but but nonetheless pure, and loving and caring and compassionate and giving and not harmful, but interpreted or misinterpreted by the caretakers around me and squelched so that my sense of this innocent purity of love from directly from my heart, which for me is coming from that light too, was foreclosed or condemned or hit or aspersions cast against. And it's like, gosh, so when I'm feeling those tendrils, is it really that historical neurology, historical occurrence that get triggered whereas at the time i had to pull back to protect as a two-year-old three-year-old five whatever it happened to be but that's still in the body and it's like oh my gosh my lovely tendrils let me love you let me understand where you came from why you are in my life and realizing it's like yeah it's how do you bring that forward differently so that there you know that worthlessness doesn't subsume or consume but understand that love it back to our conversation the other week fascinating exploration it's like gosh no wonder it's so hard to release those tendrils if they go all the way back into history mm-hmm. core neurolog- neurological history yeah, as well yeah. and perhaps generational stuff that comes through us yeah. but god what compassion we can give ourselves and to others and for this other gentleman who knows what is, you know, may have been coming up for him in terms of those worthlessness or fear or whatever it might happen to be. This human life is so fascinating. <laughs> I
1: know it's just completely, and it's I I've been listening. I I am a book reader, like, and I'm a physical book reader. Give me a physical book any day of the week. However, I had an audible, you know, uh, credit. And it's like, well, I don't really like listening to audiobooks, but okay. So, you know, it's like, I've found something. It's like, nah. And then I stumbled upon an audiobook called The Shaman's Body by Arnold Mindell that Dominic has been speaking about. And I've read. One or two Mindell books before, um, and so the process-oriented therapy that that Dominic does is is Arnold Mindell. He's the like I don't know creator, originator, collator of of that modality. Mm. So I've been I've been listening to it. It's read by um by a woman, and it's. It's kind of a mix of where I go get all fascinated and then it's kind of dry and factual. And, you know, it's like, so it's, it's, it's a mix. And I, I know that I'm not getting the book at all the way I would get it by reading it, mm. but I also know that I'm getting other things because I'm hearing it. You know, so you win some, you lose some, um, and I'm halfway through. I know I will listen to it again, and I know I will read it as well. At at one place in this book, they speak, or they speak a lot about allies, and these different characters of yours and mine that we spoke about last time. They each are allies. And just what you refer to about the man, the Badoo man, it's like you Mm -hmm. don't know what happened in him. Allies can take you over. You know? And they gave such a great example. And I was just, oh, man, this is interesting. So... They gave the example of Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Curious. Which is, so when I was a kid, Amadeus the movie came out. And I don't know how many times I've watched that. I don't know how many times I've listened to the soundtrack specifically, but, you know, Mozart as well. but. So when they say Mozart is a great example of a person whose ally took him over and how the the ally then being this extraordinary gift of, of musical creativity whatever you, oh. sh- you know, it's like his ability to put music on paper. Um, and how he also wanted to be a social creature, the way we are social in society, the way that you were supposed to be social in society back then, and he was in the courts of kings and, you know, like dukes and stuff. So the alcohol, the the partying, the this thing, another aspect of him. And how they, in the book, Arnold Mundell kind of points out that If he'd made an ally, a proper ally, of that musical creator, generator, whatever,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: he could have done that. But then he might have had to give up normal life the way you're supposed to live life. Give up the alcohol, give up the partying, give up the... Like, because... As it was, he tried both. He wanted both. And it killed him. You know, he was, what, 30, 32 when he died. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was just, oh, this is so interesting. So bringing it back home to, like, me, I can see how... That the ability to hit me, to beat myself up, for instance, Mm -hmm. you know, to be really harsh. If I had let that part of me continue to grow and grow and grow.
0: Mm -hmm. It's,
1: you know, it's kind of an ally that takes over, and you cannot let them take over. (laughs) You know, that's what they say. It's like you have to, yes, they bring you stuff, but you need to, you know, you cannot just, like, sit back and let them drive. You know, it's like, I'm driving, you can be in the, in the other front seat, in the passenger seat or in the back, you know, but I'm driving. And they say, if you do that with your allies, when they pop up, if you just, you know, you come into a, it's kind of an equal respect relationship where you each respect each other. You know, it's like, then, man, the things you can do with your ally. But if you don't, and I was just look around <laughs> how the overthinkers of the world that is an ally gone haywire taking over the, the you know, taking over the wheel of that car and mm-hmm. not budging. And I'm just going, oh, this is so interesting.
0: <laughs> and do you consider that gentleman an ally as well or a one time ally? <gasps>
1: So the 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 Badoo man, you mean? Yes, yes. So (laughs) what he gave rise to, what I kind of explored with Dominic, was the concept of Bluebeard.
0: Do you say more?
1: So Bluebeard is an old fairy tale folk tale, comes up in many, 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 many you know, cultures around the world. I've read it, I've only read about Bluebeard basically in Women Who Run With The Wolves and I read that chapter a year ago and didn't really get it and read it again earlier this year and got it. So Bluebeard is characters either within you or outside of you that try to dominate you that try to keep you down, to keep you, you know, it's like they make sure that you have a, a, a wound somewhere. It doesn't have to be a big wound, but a small wound. That is constantly bleeding, and you cannot get that bleeding to stop, right? So you're weakened. That's bluebeard. Um, and again, bluebeard is... A, you know, it's like I would have to say it is an ally. And mm-hmm. it's it's fun to think about these things because it would be so easy to say, oh, no, I have a bluebeard. Get away. You know, get out. But the energy of bluebeard can be used. But you need to make sure that it's not used on you or others in a way that's harmful. But, you know, being being sure of yourself, that can be a great thing to be, Right? So, so the energy of it can be used. And we um, D had me tell the, the story of this weekend as a, as a fairy tale. And then I said, it has some dreamlike qualities. So then he was, okay, tell it as if it's a dream. Mm-hmm. So Somehow, this man was Bluebeard, but I think he was inside of me.
0: Fascinating. Yes.
1: So I, you know, it's like, it, it almost is like a dream. Um. So, you know, it's like, man, I've just... So much has happened.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and I can kind of look at myself, you know, met to me and see, mm-hmm. wow, Helena, you know, you're not beating up on yourself. You're not cursing him out you're not you know being a shit to everybody else because he was a shit to you and then you should you know it's like there's there's a gazillion things that I know I could have been doing that I haven't been doing and it's not been I mustn't you know, it hasn't been, I haven't been shooting myself or woulding myself or mustn't do that. Or, you know, it's like, it has. it's just, this has been the way, you know, I've danced with this experience in mm-hmm. such a cool way. And my metami can say, shit, you know, that's some cool dance, lady.
0: Well done, yes.
1: It like, and, and I also want to say that if I had cursed him out, It would have still been a cool dance, you know? So it's not, I don't feel like I'm, you know, I'm not being the good girl here. I'm not doing this so that my met and me will say, oh, good girl, well done. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. this is what's happened and whatever would have happened, I would have been fine with. And what happened just makes me so happy.
0: Yeah, well done. And it's fascinating, so, so much to pick up on, but just a couple things. In terms of this, the, the tendrils of worthlessness and anything along those lines, I love to enter into the radical acceptance, and this ties into other stuff that you're talking about, and just be with them as they are. Without casting aspersions, without yes or no, without get away or come or any of that. Who are you? What do you have to say? And there's always something to learn. There's always, like you say, there's always an energy there that is trying to be beneficial. You know, and again, maybe as a small child, it was, I need to pull back because this caretaker is treating me like shit. And that ability now, I don't need to continue going after this gentleman or this relationship, because no, I'm being treated like shit. So there's still that value in that voice. And when that is heard, then the tendril goes, Oh my gosh, I'm she's with me, he's with me, I'm integrated, I'm part of the whole, I've had my voice, I've had my time. She gets it, he gets it. Now we could dance even more strongly, more appropriately in all of that. And it's curious too, we've talked about our anger has come up here a number of times. It took me a long time to discover my anger. And the appropriateness of it and the fury of it and the vitality of it, and the clarity of it. And I'm not talking about anger that destroys or intends to cast aspersions or on anybody, but just that furiousness. Oh, my God, I did it again, or it didn't work, or that person, whatever. And it's fun for me, you know, when I am mistreated, to do the dance of compassion and anger and somehow combine them into an appropriate fury that just clears the air. And and, and perhaps this is a whole nother discussion. But, But again, maybe just to summarize without going too deeply into that, but listening to my anger has that same, what are you trying to tell me? You know, and when I listen to that, it's like, ah, yes. There's a vitality, there's 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 an asset, there's an agency, there's something appropriate in it. And it's leading me back to this sense of then who's doing the listening? Who's doing the dancing? You know, what who is that? What is that? And how does you said it earlier much better than I'm gonna be able to recall it, but how does that Engage that dance differently. Because it is an integrative force. It is an agency, a higher sense of self, I think, in my experience, that is able to pull it all together and go, aha, I'm going to be sailing differently here. I'm going to be dancing Mm differently. And when all that happens, that deep listening and all the things that we're talking about, it's like, yeah vitality, your vitality, your uprightness, your, your dancing as you're talking about. It. Even though there were, you know, discomforts and challenges, as you said, and all those different kinds of things. Oh, my God. It, it, you know, I'm reminded of our conversation last time where you're on that bicycle just singing and... <laughs> full, out. <laughs> okay, full out, full out. Yes, yes.
1: There was something I was thinking about. Then it went away.
0: So I love it when you contemplate like that. there's, There's such an invitation to be with you when you do that. It melts my heart. Whatever you just did, it's like you know, and contemplating there's something else here. There's such a beautiful invitation to be with you.
1: Thank you. That Whatever was to my eyes. Yeah. But the interesting thing is, this is something that I've that I'm conscious of having done only in the past five years, perhaps, four years even. Um as I slow down, as I am present, I you know, it's like when you speak, sure, there's a thought flying by, but I'm not going, oh, I need to tell this and this story in this way so that I can respond to what Gary saying, yada, yada. You know, it's like, so when I, and, and usually those thoughts, they kind of hang around. You know, but this one went like it was there. And then, you know, five sentences before you were done, it just said, nah, I'll just fly away. And the interesting thing is so many times when I do this, like I did now, Mm -hmm. it came flying back.
0: Lovely. So,
1: So there's, I can lose... Thoughts and threads and and stuff. But if you give yourself that pause, Mm -hmm. many, many times it comes back. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. Yeah. So I had the experience of the weekend. Mm -hmm. Dee asked me to tell it like a fairy tale, Mm -hmm. as if I'm the storyteller. There once was a woman named Helena, you know. Mm -hmm. And when we were done, he asked, what happened to the storyteller? Who observed the storyteller? And I'm going, oh, man, (laughs) another layer. And there was the observer of the storyteller and then the storyteller telling the story of Helena lady that was me experiencing the thing you know Mm -hmm. these layers and there was one thing that the observer then a couple of steps removed kind of but still me
0: Mm -hmm.
1: noticed how the storyteller once in a while slipped up talking you know third person Elena and went into I did I said I thought I felt and those gentle nudges are just, they, they are, have become so pervasive throughout me um, that somebody's walking down. Hurry up instead. Um, sorry. Sorry, yeah. So, metami, the observer, observed storyteller slipping up, falling into first person mm-hmm. and just said, oh, fun, see what you did there. So storyteller said, oh, yeah, I see, and went back into storyteller mode, saying it in third person, you know. Mm-hmm. So again, this, this sense of just Ah, look. You know, not, oh, you shouldn't do that. You were you were tasked to say this in third person, and here you go, slipping up into first person. Shame on you. But rather, oh, look, you know, going, oh yeah, thanks for the nudge, you know. Uh, so it's it's and I look around me and I go. Oh, so grateful that I've kind of cracked this code. You know, it is, I love being me. I just love being me. It is that's so a, amazing.
0: That's a it great is so amazing. To crack.
1: <laughs> it it's does. the best code to crack. It's like, you know, it's like, man, I'm, you know, I am such a good caretaker of me. I'm such a good friend to me. Oh, and, and, and you know, it's like I've lived at least 30, 35 years not being mm-hmm. that, not doing that, and I'm just, I don't have any sense of, Regret for that. None of that, oh, it would have been so much better if you'd cracked this code when you were 20 instead of, you know, 36. And it's like, fuck that shit. I don't need that shit. It happened. It's like, woohoo, it happened, right? When did it happen? Well, apparently when I was ready for it, you know, it's probably been knocking on the door for, you know, for quite some time, but I wasn't ready. When it knocked and I was ready, here it comes.
0: It's beautiful. And the I'd love to do similar kinds of work. So you got the, the observer observing the storyteller telling the story of. And it's fun sometimes to take what you learn in each of those levels and bring it back into each subsequent level and back into the person, the Helena, who went through that experience and then have that broader perspective and awareness and maturation, if you will. And it's fun, too, to realize, you know, another part that you said, you know, I look at everything that happened to me in the past and I, you know, could go through billions and endless judgments of all of it. Well, I could have, I should, you know, what could have been, but it's like, but it's all happened. And it's like the history of weather. It's all happened that brought the earth to where we are today. Accepting that, back to the radical acceptance, how do we move, take on, continue to create from here? And somehow to integrate everything that's ever happened and accept it and be cool with it and go, what about today? What's flowing through? Where do I go today? It's such a relief. And something you said 20 or so minutes ago uh, reminds me of the song by Ani DeFranco. I, I think it might be her revolutionary love song, but you know, we we're talking about anger or hatred, you know, where she says something to the effect of, I'm not gonna let you make me hate you and carry that around for the rest of my life. Just not gonna do it. It's not worth it. Yeah. Hmm.
1: And it just, you know, it brings me back to the reason why you and I are having these conversations. Each of our conversations since July 2020, you know, what we've probably Zoomed 20 times. Well, whatever, you know, a number mm-hmm. of times.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I learn. I as do see. I,
0: as do I.
1: I feel. Same. I... <clears throat> I connect closer to me. Mm-hmm. I connect closer to you. I, you know, it's like it's, it's, it's like an endless weave. You know, it's like different types of tendrils, right? Just weaving and, 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 and building this.
0: Mm-hmm
1: kind of you know it's like we're we're constantly building the world that we live right
0: constantly co-creating constantly co-creating each other in a certain way collectively
1: collectively yeah
0: and, and as you speak here i'm reminded of that opening Zoom that you referenced as well, I think on your uh, one of your writings, where there was something about, how would I say it? Safety for certain in sharing and a daring as well. And the daring is a daring to be safe, sharing and this co-creating And discovery and exploration and revealing, and in revealing revelation as well, that was a seed that happened or that opened in that first meeting. Fascinating. I love it.
1: (laughs) And available, you know, it's it's there, it's here. Yes. You know, people can
0: um,
1: I wonder if that's one of the reasons why I so especially like conversate, conversing with you because there's an openness, there is that curiosity, um. I don't have, I mean, I, I couldn't have a Gary conversation with anybody else but Gary, right? I mean that's kind of impossible. The way, that's
0: the way it works, yeah. Exactly. That's with the way it us.
1: works. Yes, Precisely. Yes. And I can have, you know, kind of this the 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 same quality completely different texture and and flavor and frequency and you know it's like density whatever but but kind of the same quality of 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 conversation where i just you know i can kind of just like you said bliss out or blob out or just you know it's like whatever it wants to be um and I have those with, I have them with, with Beverly and Frank and Mike and Allison for sure, but also with a lot of other people. And 15 years ago, that type of conversation was extremely few and far apart in my life, extremely you know i if i i would say i was lucky if i got that three times a year and maybe i'm exaggerating maybe it was 10 you know but but it's like today it's like i was going to say hardly a day goes by without it but i'm not sure that's true because I have these types of conversations with myself too. Beautiful. So it's like so not a day goes by, I I have these conversation on a daily basis, if not with you, then with some of the others, and you know if not with some of the others, some of you know Caspian or Dominic or my mastermind group, mm-hmm. or me, or my kids, or or my cat.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's like. And I also have conversations that aren't like this. Mm -hmm. But more and more of the conversations I have are like this, regardless if they are about, you know how to design the factory or how to write the user requirement specification for the machine that we're going to be buying. You know, it's like, or picking up, um, you know, vegetables from a local farm or the lady yesterday who, in a local Facebook group, asked somebody if she could have some rhubarb, it's because somebody had said, I have rhubarbs. And she once said, oh, can I have some too? And I saw that she'd asked and I asked, did you get in? And she was, like, no, they were over. Well, you can come and get from, from here. Mm-hmm. And so I picked my rhubarbs yesterday and put them out for her. And she came in the afternoon and was just so grateful. <laughs> you know, that was one of those, well, you know, two and a half minutes. But open-hearted, open, you know, it's like, I sensed, I saw, I felt.
0: And I think that is true relational living. And I find that same, you know, grocery store clerk. Two minutes of shared smile, something that is connective in the in, in the moment, appropriately, and that's a big word, but you know I think we know what it means here, but it's like, yeah. And I had, when I got my vaccine a couple months ago with the two nurses that were there, we had the most life-affirming, the most deep conversation about relationship, healthcare, um, spouses, the whole of it. And we were there five minutes. Yeah. and we were just astounded it's like we were blessing each other as we left because it was so deep yeah. and safe yeah. I mean, and and i happen to feel yeah this bumps. is yeah. Yeah, how consciousness is arising and how the new awareness on the planet from a more global more uh universal more collective way is opening us all or has the potential to open us all who are aware and you know um, wanting to enter into them so that we can create life anew create relationship create human systems create civilization from the place of what you and i are talking moment by moment without having to go oh let's begin to develop all these institutions to help create this opens. Beautiful.
1: I was, um, I was watching a a conversation between Gabo Mate and Thomas Hybel this morning.
0: I have been wanting to do that on the system along the trauma, collective trauma. Yeah.
1: Um, I watched it this morning, and Thomas Hybel said something to the effect of... To be present, you have to be able to see. And... I, I think the light is, is the thing, because I don't believe for a second that it is solely related to the eyes. You know, you, you see with 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 all of you, with every cell of you,
0: um, and that's but, part of the. Yeah.
1: Well, it was just this thing where you know it's like it, it, it there's such a close link. It's like if I am present, I cannot help but see. Right. If I don't see, I cannot help but not be present. <laughs>
0: well said. And I think that's part of the daring I spoke about earlier, too, where you're willing to see with all of you. Mm -hmm. And you're willing to be seen with all of you, you know, in the right context. And similar for me, I'm willing to see, and I'm working at it. It's a developing uh, agency, if you will, to see with all of me. And to be seen as all of me. (laughs) lovely
1: and I think you just sum up what what this Badu man experience was it was like seeing and letting myself be fully seen, yeah. and somehow, the gift of that was that these, the storyteller or the metame or you know the observer, is like I've, I've integrated that that can be safe, regardless of how this and you know it's like. Yeah, he ghosted and this and that. That's not what I mean. It's like I didn't implode. I didn't explode. I didn't fall into hell. I, you know, it's like I'm still here. I'm. I'm. I feel strengthened. It's like just yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah more more of that please <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, I love the way you said that Yeah <laughs> indeed yes More of that please. More of that please. I open even more to more of that, please.
1: Maybe that's a good rap.
0: <laughs> and so it is. Yeah. Lovely conversation.
1: Yeah, it's so fun to talk to you.
0: Thanks.
1: And it's so fun to see the the light in your eyes. Um, And in your smile and in your you know, it's like it yeah it's special.
0: Yeah. Ditto back at you. And those quiet moments even that open such depth.
1: Yeah. Gail said that she loved the pace she'd been listening to us, and she said, "I love the pace that you're conversing with, and that so many podcasters seems to be, you know, in such a rush, having to get somewhere." <laughs> so she said, "I love the calm space." that you're inviting all of us into. And I just went. Mm, I know precisely what you mean. And I also know that there is probably a lot of people out there who just would say, oh no, I don't, not for me. <laughs> Which is perfectly fine.
0: <laughs> I they we going to get to the point.
1: <laughs> yeah, precisely. It's like, and what is the point? It's Even like, if they think they get to it, it like, what is it? You know, it's like,
0: <laughs> what was the agenda here? <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, if you achieved the results you expected. It's not like, my work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, thank you.
0: Thank you, lovely, being with you.